0: Good evening and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Sunday, December the 6th, 2020. As always, I give thanks to God for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of the people, places, and things directly and indirectly connected to you. God has called you to be his hands and his feet and his mouth in the earth so that his will would be done. Did, let me say that again. God has called you to be his hands, his mouth and his feet in the earth so that his will might be done. That might be praying, interceding on behalf of someone that might be given a financial blessing for someone in need. That might mean a word of encouragement according to the word of God. Whatever it is, God often, as we read through the Bible, often, and I would say a lot, he used people. He used people to get things done. And I am so thankful that you and I are his people. And we have been charged to serve the Lord and to serve the Lord with gladness because at the end of the day only what we do for Christ will last. I'm delighted that you all are taking this Proverbs journey with me 31 days in the month of December. Just want to give you a heads up that on Sundays prayers for your day will probably be in the evening because Sundays usually is a day I sleep in just a little bit longer, I guess if you would say six thirty or seven o'clock is a little longer to sleep in, get ready for church, go to church, and just you know start my day a little bit differently on Sundays, but on Sunday evenings, I will continue um doing that that proverb, whatever that day is for the month of December, so I'm delighted that you all are doing this with me, and hopefully. Um, This won't throw you off too much, but um, you can count on me Monday through Saturday in the morning for the month of December and then on Sunday evening. So since it's the 6th of December, we are in the sixth chapter of Proverbs. Now, as I listened to this and read through it um, today, I noticed that there really are, are several themes running through this proverb there is the theme of folly in fact the title in my niv bible says there's the warning against folly and then there's the warning against adultery now when you read the chapter when you read the 35 verses you will see that there is pretty much a lot going on in in this chapter we heard, we learn about the ant and how the ant is wise because of how the ant works and so we are warned against laziness. We are uh, we also learn the six things that the Lord hates in this chapter. Um, and seven things it says there are six things the Lord hates, seven seven that are detestable to him. And those things are outlined here in Proverbs chapter six. And then the majority of the remaining verses, verses twenty through 35 or I would say maybe the other half of the chapter is another warning against adultery and so again this is the third time in Proverbs and we're only in Proverbs 6 where we are being warned against adultery that tells me that marriage and family and adultery is a big deal to God it is a very very big deal to God And so if you've not read this, read this chapter, I will tell you that, um, you know, the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge and what that means, not knowledge that the world gives us. If if you've gone to, to school at all, there is knowledge that we get. There's educational knowledge and, and, and worldly wisdom that we get. And then there's godly wisdom. And godly wisdom cannot be learned in school. Godly wisdom can only be learned through the word of God and spending time with God and allowing God to download and give us fresh revelation regarding his word, insight, and understanding. And so um, on this evening, again, as I was going through... Um, The three main points that we need to really, really focus in on is not being lazy. I know it's easy to get comfortable and just say, hey, I'm chilling. I'm just going to enjoy my day. But the Bible says, go to the ant, you sluggard. consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander no overseer or ruler yet it stores its provision in summer and gather its food at harvest then he goes on to say how long will you lie there you sluggard when will you get up from your sleep there is nothing wrong with sleeping in there is nothing wrong with resting however we have to be careful that we are not waiting on things to come to us, but we are going out and we are getting things. That we're not waiting on a job, but we're going out and we're are now we're filling out app- online applications. We're networking. We're doing those things. So that we were starting a business. We're doing side hustles, whatever it is, but we are not being lazy, but we are storing up for our harvest. In Proverbs 6, we learn the six things that the Lord hates and the seven that are detestable to him. That is the scripture verses that we will be reading. And I want to touch on again, the warning against adultery. If you are a married couple, it behooves you to read Proverbs so that you understand what God is saying, so that you understand how to protect your marriage, how to cover your marriage, how to cover your spouse, so that you do not find yourself in in this situation. Remember, if you have found yourself in this situation, Um, then, and you have repented and you have turned in Christ. There is no condemnation. If you find yourself in this situation, then I encourage you to get out of it as quickly as possible for the word of God is clear. He says, but a man who commits adultery lacks judgment, whoever does so destroys himself. Lows and disgrace are his lot and his shame will never be wiped away. So knowing that, knowing what the word says, it even basically goes on and gives us, you know, you hear you play with fire, you will get burned. That's even discussed. So know that it is a big deal to God. And so it ought to be a big deal to us. I think that a lot of things that when it comes to church, we don't talk enough about. And it, you know, my people perish for lack of knowledge. That's what the word of God says. So we have to know what God says so that we can run from situations, not just say, oh, I'm not going to do that. But we have to understand, well, what happens if I do? What happens if I do do that? what is god saying and we have to guard ourselves against that but in proverbs 6 verses 16 through 19 this is the prayer that we will read tonight and then we'll pick up tomorrow proverbs chapter 7. so 16 through 19 in verse 6 there are six things the lord hates seven that are detestable to him haughty eyes a lying tongue hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked schemes Feet that are quick to rush into evil. A false witness who pours out lies. And a man who stirs up dissension among brothers. Six things that the Lord hates. Seven that are detestable to him. So if we have ever found ourselves in these seven detestable things. Then this is what we're going to pray for on tonight. Part of. Living a lifestyle serving God is also living a lifestyle of repentance, knowing that even though when we strive to be our very best, it is nothing but filthy rags to God, knowing that we all sin and we all fall short. That doesn't give us a license to sin, but it lets us know that we're not perfect and we will never be perfect. However, we can be in right standing with God when we have a heart towards him And when we are quick to repent and turn from our ways. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for today. We give you glory and honor and praise for waking us up this morning, O God, for allowing us to go throughout our day, for keeping us from danger seen and unseen. We thank you, O God, for this morning's rising up and tonight's lying down. We thank you, O God, hallelujah, for being a way maker throughout the day, for keeping us, O God for keeping us in our right mind, for keeping us as we went to and fro, oh God. We bless your name on this morning, oh God. God, we thank you that you are always looking out for us, that we are your people and you are mindful of us, oh God. And we thank you for this opportunity, oh God, to chase after wisdom. We thank you for this opportunity, oh God, to gain understanding. We thank you for this opportunity, oh God, to be wise in our decisions, hallelujah. We thank you for this opportunity, oh God, to be steadfast and immovable, always abounding, oh God, in your word. The opportunity to be like the ant, oh God, hallelujah, to get up and do what we need to do regarding our finances to get up and do what we need to do regarding our families to get up and do what we need to do regarding our mental emotional and physical state in the name of Jesus because God you told us to go to the end and consider its ways and be wise we thank you oh God that just like the ant we don't need anybody telling us what to do telling us to get up Telling us we ought to do this, telling telling us we ought to do that because we are seeking you, oh God, for wisdom. You will lead us and you will guide us, oh God, and you will instruct us regarding every area in our life in the name of Jesus, oh God, so that we can be pleasing unto you. God, your word says to keep your commands and to, to not forsake. Hallelujah. Our mother's teaching. God, we thank you that in you, we have a mother and a father for your word says, Oh God, that you would be a father to the fatherless and a mother to the motherless in the name of jesus we thank you oh god that in your word hallelujah there are promises about our finances there are promises about our health there are promises oh god about our mental state in the name of jesus there are promises oh god about being spiritually connected to you we thank you god for the promises in your word in the name of Jesus and God, right now, we ask, oh God, that you would forgive us for our sins and remember them no more. For the times that we had a proud look and haughty eyes, for the times, oh God, that we lied, hallelujah, even the little white lies, oh God, forgive us the times that we withheld information that we knew would make a difference if the person knew the truth and the whole truth. Forgive us, oh God. God, for the times that even though some of us may have shed innocent blood, even, oh God, if we wished it on people, Heavenly Father, in a negative way because we heard something, oh God, and we were even wrong about what we heard, we didn't even know if it was true or not, oh God, we ask that you would forgive us. Forgive us, oh God, for our heart that sometimes devises wicked schemes, Heavenly Father, our heart, oh God, hallelujah. You said that the heart is wicked and no man can know it, but you God, if there's anything in our heart right now, that is not pure, anything in our heart, Oh God, right now that does not glorify you, anything in our heart, Oh God, that is that is just not pleasing unto you. God, we pray that you would remove it now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you would forgive us. Oh God, that our times, that our times, our foot ran to rush into evil. We were excited about doing things that we didn't have any business doing. Excited about going over to lay up with somebody. Excited about going to smoke something or drink something. Excited, oh God, about doing things. Oh God, that we knew were wrong. We ask that you would forgive us now in the name of Jesus. Forgive us, oh God, for the times that we gossiped about other people, the times that we gossip to the point where we were starting the rumors. We were the starter of the rumors and we didn't even know the whole truth. Oh God, forgive us now in the name of Jesus for any of the seven things that we've ever said or done that which we did not fully repent. God, we are repenting now, oh God, for we are seeking you for wisdom and guidance, insight and understanding. And we don't need Anything or anyone to stand in the way. God, we desire to serve you with all of our heart and all of our mind, oh God. We desire to serve you, oh God. Hallelujah. And be faithful to your word, heavenly father. We desire to serve you like never before. Oh God, create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. God, if we have a wrong spirit, a wrong spirit with wrong motives, remove it now. Increase our discernment, oh God, for people who are in our company. If they have a wrong spirit, oh God, that you would sever relationships with those who do not have a right spirit, a right spirit concerning you, a right spirit concerning us. And we need to have a right spirit concerning you. And we need to have a right spirit concerning other, other people. And God, we pray right now again for every married couple. We plead the blood of Jesus over every marriage, oh God, hallelujah, that the enemy would not be able to infiltrate, oh God, that the enemy would not Seeing counterfeit men and counterfeit women, oh God, to be led astray. God, cover marriages, hallelujah. If they're important to you, oh God, so marriages are important to us. Help us, oh God, that we would love what you love and hate what you hate. Help us, oh God, hallelujah, that when we see a marriage that Seems like if they may be headed towards rocky grounds instead of talking about it and gossiping about it and saying, ain't that a shame that we would pray about it, oh God, that we would plead the blood of Jesus, that we would intercede on behalf of every man and woman that is married, oh God, hallelujah, that they would not Fall into sin in the name of Jesus, but instead they would turn to you. They would turn to you for their desires, oh God. They would turn to you, oh God, for the for the conversation that they're lacking. They would turn to you, oh God, for the intimacy that they're lacking. They would turn to you, Oh God, hallelujah, and get wisdom and gain understanding in the name of Jesus. For a three-fold cord is not easily broken. So we thank you, God, that you are stepping into every marriage that is in trouble, that you are stepping in, oh God, and severing every ungodly relationship, oh God, every counterfeit man or woman, oh God, that is trying to infiltrate marriages, that has been sent on assignment by the enemy. We cancel it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we plead the blood over every marriage, oh God. Hallelujah. And we ask, oh God, that if any man, or woman find themselves in the situation that you would send ministering angels to speak to them, oh God, that they might repent and turn from their ways right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that they're doing, where they're sending text messages in silence, oh God, where they're going out having private conversations, whether they're lying to go meet somebody, oh God, we pray that you would speak to their heart now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, for God, your word says that when a man does these things that he destroys himself, hallelujah, but God, we know that nothing is too hard for you and nothing is impossible for you. So God, we ask that you would move in a mighty way to save married men. We ask that you would move in a mighty way, oh God, to save married women, oh God, for we know how you feel about marriage according. According to your word. So God, we thank you. Hallelujah. That we have been called to pray and intercede on behalf of married couples on tonight. Oh God, that you would do what only you can do. Oh God, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And we declare and decree that as we come together, on one accord, oh God, that marriages are being saved right now in the name of Jesus, that a husband is getting up and he's returning home, that a wife is getting up and she's returning home. Hallelujah. And they are severing relationships. They are blocking telephone numbers. They are unfriending people on Facebook. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, that marriages are being restored, oh God, because of the warning. Hallelujah. That his God gone out in the atmosphere, oh God. Hallelujah. And we bless your name for it on tonight, oh God. And we thank you for every couple and we thank you for the renewed love and the renewed restoration in their marriage, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you for it and we consider it done. In Jesus name, amen.